But if you just take a step back, and I recommend everyone do this, think about who your ideal customer is. Who do you wish would pick up the phone, visit your website, click on the link? Who is that person? And then think about those problems that they're having and the solutions that you provide them. You owe it to them to help them to put out good copy and content to allow them to find you as the solution. You're listening to Rebecca Matter, president of American Writers and Artists Institute, more commonly known as AWAI. Rebecca and AWAI co-founder Katie Yako have joined me today to talk about the business of copywriting, how it literally launched my first successful solopreneur business, and the many ways you can make good money writing even if you don't like selling. And you're about to hear all about it because Katie and Rebecca are today's guests on Solopreneur Success. Welcome to the Solopreneur Success Podcast, where successful business owners gather to share true stories and sound advice to help you start and grow your own solopreneur business. Come soar with us and design the life you love. Now, here's your host, Steve Combs. Hello, solopreneurs. Today, I'm interviewing two of my favorite people, Katie Yackel and Rebecca Matter, both from American Writers and Artists, or AWAI. And they're my favorite people because they actually helped me become a copywriter, which is one of the ways of writing as a business and also as a way to make a lot of income selling things. Now, if you think sales, uh, don't worry about it because it's a lot of fun. And even if you don't have an interest in copywriting, I brought these two ladies on because they have been instrumental in helping me realize there are many ways that you can turn writing into a great solopreneur lifestyle, and they will help you as well. So I am really excited to have both of these ladies on today. My first show with two guests at the same time. This is terrific. And so I'm just going to start right at the top. I introduced Katie, who is the executive director, and Rebecca, who is the president of AWAI. And I'd love for Katie maybe to start with Kind of give a little bit of the background of AWAI because you're one of the co-founders of the actual American Writers and Artists. So how did that get started, Katie? Oh, well, thank you, Steve. And just so you know, you're one of our favorite people too. So we're thrilled to be here. And AWAI got started. It's the stuff of legends now, but the real story is it got started. This is back in, we actually started in 97, but we started talking about it in 1996 is when the wheels really started turning. And it started from a need for copywriters, specifically within Agora, which was a big publishing company, but it wasn't anywhere near the size it is now. It was maybe a tenth of the size that it is now. And they, like other newsletter publishers, just didn't have enough copywriters. It was throughout this pocket, this newsletter publishing world, that was one of the biggest pain spots is that they didn't have enough copywriters. So they decided to start an in-house training program where they just found some smart people. They weren't necessarily writers. They were all different ages, but they were just smart people and they loved ideas and they liked the idea of writing and communicating. So they put together a program, an in-house training where it was very intense and they they met with, you know, Bill Bonner, who's just this legend now, and Mark Ford, who's this legend. And every week they would just go over copy. They would go over ideas. They would study what was working and what wasn't working and have people write and write and write and write and write. 
And over the course of the year, they develop some very strong writers. And, and that, so people that were realizing that there's a structure here. There, it's not just, you know, magic. There's rhyme and a reason and a purpose. And once you understand that, it can be taught, it can be learned. Well, one of the protégés in that early group was a man named Don Mahoney, who was a personal childhood friend of Mark Ford's. And he decided that he wanted to see if he could create something similar to that in Florida. This was all up in Baltimore. And now Don's trajectory was he was down on his luck, hard luck guy, started this within the first year he made $40,000. The next year he made 80,000 and then he was making a hundred thousand and he really didn't make less than that the rest of his life. So he decided he was going to try to create that same experience. And he hired a man named Paul Hollingshead, who again, no experience, hard luck, you know, great stories, backstories that we'll, we'll, we can say for another day. But Paul had no idea this world existed. He had no idea that copywriting was a marketable skill, that it was something that could be learned. Again, he had a very fast trajectory. Within a year, he was making, you know, close to $100,000 and they were loving life. They just thought this was the greatest thing ever that they fell into this. One day they got some very wise advice because what happens a lot of times in the freelance world is the more you make, the more you spend and your burn rate goes up. So, and that's pretty much what was going on with these guys. They still, even though they were making all this money, they weren't in the uh, financial situation. They didn't have the financial security that they wanted. So they were challenged by a man named Mark Ford, who is a mentor to all of us and a really genius business builder and creative force in this industry. He challenged them to, you know, to start their own company, to try to get some skin in the game and to have something that would be, have more legs and longevity for them. And so they came up with the idea of creating a program that could teach other people just like them how to be copywriters because they didn't know about it before it started. They had no idea how big the opportunity was. And they just were so excited and grateful to have been through this experience. So they're like, well, sure, if we can do it, let's see if we can teach other people to do it. And that really was the initial seed that was watered and planted by all of our friends at Agora saying, yes, we need copywriters. Let's grow some copywriters. Let's train some more copywriters. So Paul wrote a letter, a pretty famous letter now in our world, with the headline, can you write a letter like this one? And he just went on to explain, if you can do this, there's a whole world of opportunity for you. So like I said, that was back in 96, 97. We probably had our first success story. I think it was about three months after we started. And the program wasn't even finished at that point. It took us about a whole year to actually create what is our flagship program called the Accelerated Program for Six-Figure Copywriting. It's had many iterations and revisions and since that, but the heart of it is really still the same because the principles of persuasive writing haven't changed. And really within three months, we started hearing from people like, hey, I got a job. Hey, I'm being hired. Hey, I'm a copywriter. And, you know, the rest is history. We have over 
a hundred programs now. We have thousands of success stories and you among them. And it's really just been an amazing, amazing ride. And the thing is, is I can speak for Rebecca here. You know, we're more excited about it now than we were even back then. And there's just with the advent of the internet, with email, with everything out there, there is just so much more need for copywriters now. And the opportunity for copywriters now is even greater than we could have ever dreamed it was. So I hope that answers the question. I know I feel like I went on. (laughs) But it did answer most of it, but it didn't actually answer the part of how did you get involved? Well, I worked with Mark Ford for years before that. I was in a publishing business with him and I had done pretty much everything within that company. So I knew the business side of it. And with Paul and Don, they were the copywriters and they didn't want to run a business. They wanted to keep writing. So Mark introduced us and it was a perfect match. It was very fortunate for me and it just played out beautifully. So they could keep on writing and and I could run the business for them. That's terrific. And just for the listeners sake, they're right. I count myself a success story, not to toot my own horn. It's only because I went from a cubicle life as an IT guy. And when I was laid off, I was able to quickly replace my income thanks to the skills that I gained from AWAI. It truly does work. But I wonder if maybe you could explain what is copywriting? I know, and you know, but our listeners may not know, what is copywriting? It's not like the copyright in front of a book, obviously, because we know that, but a lot of people mistake that. What yeah. is copywriting and how is that different than, say, the advertising you might see for the Super Bowl, you know, the big funny commercials, or the magazine advertisement is often not what we would call direct response copywriting. There's a difference between what we would typically use in the AWAI world of direct response copywriting compared to what we'd say is Madison Avenue, fun perhaps, but not necessarily trackable. And I'm going into the answer, so let me let you answer it. (laughs) Can't help myself. You know, copywriting is persuasive writing, and especially the type of copywriting that we teach. It is writing that gets somebody to take some kind of an action, whether it be to click on this link or send in this form or donate to this cause or, you know, whatever it is. And it's content as well. You know, it's not just sales letters. It's not just brochures. It's really all the type of communication that companies use now to build relationships with either the people they want to do business with or the people that they're already doing business with. But to visualize it, when you look at a web page that is selling something or persuading something, that was written by a copywriter. When you look at a brochure or a catalog or a a letter that you get in the mail that is asking you to take some kind of an action, that was written by a copywriter. When you look at an email that is encouraging you to click here to learn more, that was written by a copywriter. Then when you get into the, that's all on the consumer side, but then when you get into the B2B side of things, the business to business, all the sales material, all the collateral, all the supporting information. And then when you get into infomercials, those scripts are written by copywriters. When you get in, I mean, I could go on and on and on. There's copywriting is really everywhere and it is the lifeblood of our economy. Right. And when you think there's millions of companies out there who require copy, which is the text on a page or the text on a website, there is absolutely no end to the need. And that's why with the advent of the internet, it really is, it's just skyrocketing. The need is growing faster than 
good copywriters are being found because there's a grand need for that. And that's what AWI provides. So I do want to kind of step back a little bit. And Rebecca, I wanted to ask you if you could also maybe share a little bit about how you got involved with AWI because you've been with them for a long time, as long as I've been a student of AWI and learned so much from the company. And it's been a tremendous journey for me. But how did you get involved yourself? So I've been with the company now 15 years. Wow. <laughs> so back when AWI was starting, I was graduating from college and entering the market which happened to be right about the same time as the dot-com boom. So internet marketing was a huge thing. I started my career in direct response, working for a publisher. So a lot of direct mail and quickly was wooed over to the boom side of the industry, working for a bunch of dot-coms. I went through a couple layoffs myself, finally landed on my feet. And eventually after I felt like I had a good amount of internet marketing under my belt, I was looking for a new career, just to look for a new opportunity came across AWI and I spent three hours in the office with Katie <laughs> and I got to meet Mark Ford. And by the time that conversation was done, I knew nothing about AWI at the beginning. My exposure to copywriting had been from my internet marketing background. I had worked with copywriters. I understood direct response, but not at the level that AWI was teaching. And I just fell in love and knew I wanted to be part of it, not only because I believed in the company and, and, and in Katie, but because I wanted to be part of it for myself, you know, having been through what it feels like to have a box created for you. And this is your job and this is the ceiling and this is the floor and here's the path for you from having that box ripped out from underneath me, going through layoffs and feeling that way. I thought never again, I'm going to not only put myself in this company and do what I can to help them, but I'm also going to learn this. I'm going to be a student and I'm going to expose I'm going to take advantage of every opportunity I have, every expert that comes my way, every program. I'm going to go through it and I'm going to learn this so that I'll never have to worry. And even if this doesn't work for you know a couple of years, I can then go out and be a copywriter myself. I can do marketing myself. And so I actually started to do a lot of it on the side as well because I was learning about it. And I want to live the writer's life. I see these wonderful success stories. And then as I got more and more invested in the company and with members like you, things flipped on me a little bit. And I realized my true passion is helping people succeed in this industry. I understand the market. I understand what it takes. I understand the getting clients part and the copywriting part and, and the soul part, <laughs> the part I understand what it feels like to have that lack of control and that desire to have the freedom and to have choices and to not have somebody be able to take something away from you. And that has become my true passion and why I've lasted this long, 15 years later with the company. But that's how I got involved. When I first started, you mentioned something about the internet and how millions of companies and all of these projects. Back when AWI started, there were about four main project types that copywriters would typically take on, like the sales letter, radio ads, things like that. Now we have a pricing guide that we put out every single year. AWI publishes what people are paying in the industry for all the various project types. 75 projects have been identified in our pricing guide. It's something that we have for free on our website. Anybody can download it. But my point is that we went from four opportunities for those millions of companies to 75 different project types for those millions of companies. And each client or each company that you work for doesn't need one project. <laughs> they need potentially 75. So the industry, just since I've even been in this business, has changed so much. You used to need more clients. These days, you can get by with just a few clients because the volume of what they need is so great. That's true. And in matter of fact, not only can you get great volume, you can get retainer, which gives you the kind of income stability that you know, sometimes solopreneurs, they get in this feast and famine cycle, not just writing businesses, but whatever. It could be photography, it could be graphic design or whatever you happen to be into. It might be coaching services, but 
that feast and famine cycle can be a real tough experience to run through. And I've allowed myself to run through that experience a couple of times in my career. So I know that it's better to have a level of income stability that retainers can do. And you can do that with three or four clients that, you know, one goes by, you just get another client to probably pay you more money because you have more experience. And that's really easy to find because there's a great need for them. And I, I love how AWAI provides this. And this is exactly why I brought both of you on the show, because it is true. It really can be real if you apply yourself to learning a valuable skill in the market that there is a much greater demand for than there is supply. That's just any common business sense. But copywriting is one of those skills. And I am very thankful to have learned that from you. And I know that you mentioned there's 75 projects, which I, don't even, I couldn't even begin to name maybe half of them. I'd have to go look at the list. But you know, I've written emails and sales letters and special reports and the eBooks and there's so many things you can do out there that are related to copywriting. And I'm sure I've probably not, but scratched the surface. And I make a very good living as a copywriter. But on the other side of that is, even if you're a solopreneur and you are not interested in writing as a living, just having the base knowledge of what helps you track customers, that's your front-end sales. How do you sell better to the customers who are already in your fold? How do you make more back-end sales? Copywriting will help you do that. How do you attract more readers to your website? Copy will help you do that. How do you get that initial sale? Copy helps you do that. It's all about the copy. If you're making a radio ad or a television ad, by the way, there's copy behind that. Somebody has to write the script. No matter what you do, copy is going to be involved. And by at least having a basic understanding of this, even as a business owner who is not related to copywriting, um, I would encourage you to learn more about at least the essentials of copywriting so you can hire well. And when you hire a copywriter, you know that you are getting the best possible copywriter. By the way, there's something out there. I just want to throw out a plug for directresponsejobs.com. This is a website that AWI has as a service that uh, I encourage you to take advantage of. You could find good copywriters and find uh, copywriters to uh, handle the projects that you already have on your plate. Get them off your plate, throw them out there so somebody can help you with that and get good copy written for you quickly. Uh, That's a great place to go to. I did mention earlier in our conversation about direct response copywriting. That, again, is just a portion of this large array of copywriting. But I did want to kind of maybe talk about that for a moment because it is different than your typical writing. And I know that was kind of like the foundation of AWAI at the beginning, which was writing direct response copy. Can you maybe explain a little bit about what that is and why it's different than other kinds of advertising material? Honestly, everything that we teach is direct response because it's all about getting people to take an action. So the main differences between, you know, um, the type of writing that we teach, if it's content, if it's for whatever medium it's going to be used for, is that it's very personal. It's very conversational. You're writing to just one person that you care about. Even if there's 10,000 or 20,000, however big it is, you focus in on just one person that you care about and you want to help them solve a problem or achieve a dream. We spend a lot of time working on that aspect, before you even start writing, before you even think about writing, we teach people how to really connect with the people that they're targeting and how to care about them and how to have it be obvious 
that the person reading your letter knows and feels and trusts that they're hearing from and learning about something that is meaningful to them and helpful to them. So with direct response, it's all about, it really starts with this connection with your audience, knowing your audience. You know, if you see a a Nike ad in a magazine, they know their demographics, but they're just sending that picture of that shoe out to everybody. With direct response, you really narrow in on who your real prospect is, your true demographic. And that's really the only people that you speak to. And when I say conversational, we say something, we have a little rule of thumb that we teach and we call it the barstool test. And basically you should write like you were speaking to somebody over a beer or over a cup of coffee at a Starbucks or, you know, somebody that you were just having a friendly, real conversation with. So that means there's no cliches. There's no salesman, Sam, you know, quote unquote kind of talk. You're speaking heart to heart to somebody that you care about offering a solution that they're interested in. Another tip that I just want to give your your listeners, and if you've come this far, and if you're if you're like getting excited about this, and if you write in any capacity, if you have to write to employees or shareholders or you know any type of communication you do in your in your everyday life can just be made stronger by understanding the principles of persuasion that we teach. And one of them particularly is called the power of one. And that's where you are focused in on one idea, one core emotion that leads to one action. I'm giving this very short shrift here. And this is something that is actually very deep and powerful in its ability to make you a better, more effective communicator. But if you go to our site, awai.com, and type in Power of One, you're going to see over a dozen treatments of the topic and insights and ideas and essays on it and really lessons. And if you just do that for yourself, I promise you're going to be a more effective communicator. That's terrific. And I would just point out also that there's literally a ridiculous amount of free information on AWI's website. You don't even have to be a well, paid member. Well, we've been member. in business for 23 uh, years Yeah, now. you've got a lot there. <laughs> you follow your own advice, which is using copy to, to attract people. And you do provide a lot of value right there. Now, I've been a very happy member of AWAI. Matter of fact, I count AWAI among literally, there's two companies that I get an A-plus grade to in my entire life. And AWAI is one of those two. The other being USAA, my insurance company. Uh, they've <laughs> both been tremendous. And yeah. I just want to throw a plug out there because... It's important to work with people that, you know, the old cliche, you know, like, and trust. But you know what? I know these ladies. I like them, and I definitely trust them because they have actually come through on every promise that's ever made to me. And that's why I'm bringing Katie and Rebecca on the show is this is a company that I believe in personally. And I know that they can help people who have a desire either to become a writer and make good money doing it or to grow a business in a way that can go gangbusters. because. Why did Agora grow so large? They grew tremendously. As Katie mentioned earlier in the call, they're maybe a tenth of the size back in the mid-90s as they are now. They've grown into this huge publishing empire because of copy, good copy. And that's exactly what AWAI does. They are the world leader when it comes to writing copy. If you want to know how to write better copy, they're the people that I point everyone to. And that's just the way it is because they are the best. 
Now, speaking of copy, there is a wide world of opportunity. And you mentioned 75 different kinds of project types out there. So let's say somebody isn't really interested. They're like, I don't want to sell something. You don't have to. So what, what are the kind of projects you can do that aren't necessarily sales? I see Rebecca holding up a pen. Go for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump on this one. <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, start again with the idea of direct response. The definition, because I think a lot of people resist the thought of it, but the definition of direct response is just a trackable response, right? I'm able to say this sale came from this sales letter. But beyond that, if you just let the direct response, the fear of selling go for a second, what's really underlying there is persuasion. And that's what we teach. And whether you're doing something that is measurable, where somebody fills out an order form or clicks on a link and you can track it, or you're writing up an, an article to support something that you believe in or to help somebody to provide a solution to a problem somebody's having, persuasion still plays a part in all of that. And so I really recommend that everybody, and we, we teach it today at ABI, no matter what door you come in, no matter what path you think you want to go down, the first thing we recommend is that you learn to write persuasively. Because if you don't, you're limiting yourself. You're limiting the audience that you're reaching. You're limiting your ability to reach out to the ideal client. From a solopreneur's perspective, if you just take a step back, and I recommend everyone do this, think about who your ideal customer is. Who do you wish would pick up the phone, visit your website, click on the link? Who is that person? And then think about those problems that they're having and the solutions that you provide them. You owe it to them to help them to put out good copy and content to allow them to find you as the solution. Otherwise, they could be finding somebody else that isn't going to be able to provide the solution as great as you are. So I do recommend that everybody learn direct response. And when we say direct response, we mean persuasion. That being said, most people think direct response means sales letter, but there are so many other project types. You mentioned a couple between emails, newsletters, various pages on a website. If you think of a website, there's the homepage, but oftentimes there are... (laughs) dozens, hundreds, potentially thousands of other pages inside. And even though pages appear to be content, they still have a purpose, right? They're still driving somebody towards the ultimate purchase. Because at the end of the day, every business is in business to sell something. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in business. Even a nonprofit is still selling something, right? They're bringing in donations to support the charities that they believe in or that they support. So every piece of content has to still have that idea in mind. Who is my ideal client? What problem are they having? How do we solve that? And then we write content and things that help them prepare and get closer and closer to, like you say, know, like, and trust us so that when they get to the sales message, whether you write it or not, they're ready for that and they understand it. So you've got all the website copy, again, newsletters, emails, those things. Social media is big. We think of social media as just something that you know, we look at our friends' kids, it's first day of school here in Texas. So my Facebook feed is full of first days of school. But in between all of those are all of these sponsored ads and conversations happening. And there are social media groups and communities and pages of companies out there. Writers are hired these days to do all of that because they really understand, again, who is the ideal client? Who are we trying to communicate with on social media? What is the problem that they're having? And what solution do we provide? If you like to write stories, if you're a great interviewer, if you have a journalist background and you love the idea of digging in, finding out the before and after, there's something called case studies. These are basically success stories of people who used a product or service, they had a problem, they used a product or service, and they solved that problem. And it's, a, it's that before and after story. Case studies are great examples of non-salesy, super fun pieces that you can dig in and write and get to know and get to talk to people who love the products or services that you're ultimately selling. 
If you like research, white papers, that's a whole project where you can just, you'll never even touch a word of sales copy, but it's for someone who knows that they want to buy something and they don't know if this is the product for them. Is this the right technology, the right software, the right fax machine, whatever it is, the white paper will tell them everything they need to know to actually make the decision. So no matter what type of person you are, if you are creative, if again, if you like to write, you have that journalistic mind, if you're more research-based, there's so many projects. And honestly, Steve, we would love to just give you guys the pricing guide so that they can see all the variety. We actually have another report that we can post with it that walks them through all 75 projects and actually shows all the different types of copy that they could write both for clients as well as for themselves to ultimately build their businesses. Terrific. Well, I'll tell you what, if you want to provide me a link, I'll make sure we put it in the show notes Perfect. and then everyone can uh, just click the show notes at the end. I'll give a, a link at the post outro, just a quick note of, Hey, this is where you can find all of the links as I always do in the show. And I encourage everybody to look at that, which will be on the website so that you can actually click that link and get that report. That's, that's terrific. Thank you for that value that you're providing to our listeners. I'm going to put you on the spot here because you talk about conversational and talking to the right person. So who would be the number one person that AWAI would help? Who would you say, this is my core audience? I'd be curious if we have the same answer, Katie. (laughs) What we have found, (laughs) there's a lot of ways we can break down kind of the the psychographic of the person who typically comes to AWAI. But the reality is we have such wide range. If you go to our case studies page, which is again, success stories, We have dozens of people. You'll see Steve's, you'll see your case study on there. But I mean, every walk of life from every background, we have everything from college kids who found us in college and never took a full-time job. Ray Robinson is a perfect example. We've had people who had incredibly successful six-figure careers and just want to change for the freedom and flexibility to be with their family. We've had people who were in horrible situations rug pulled out from underneath them, came to us hoping that we had a solution that could save them and reading their stories to see where they are today. Just amazing. All the way to the other end of the spectrum of second careers, retirement. You know, people want to retire and they don't necessarily want to sit on the couch and watch game shows. They would like to continue doing something with the experience that they have and being in the world. So you'll see this huge variety. And I recommend people look because you're, you're, you're bound to find a half a dozen people who do kind of fit your world and what you're looking for. But really, one of the things I would say as far as our ideal client, it's someone who does enjoy writing. Most people who come to us these days have had that feeling of, wouldn't it be so cool if I could make a living as a writer? Or they knew that they wanted to do something on their own, solopreneur. They don't want to work for the man, if you will, in a nine to five cubicle, but they don't know what the options are. And so they come to us and we help them navigate and show the options. Most people who come to ADBI don't really understand how big the opportunity is. We have something called the ADBI method that we put together last year to make sure everybody was on this level playing field of this is how big the opportunity is where we walk them through what it takes to become a writer and just how big, I can say millions of companies, but for most people, that doesn't mean much until we start to show them commerce and how all the copy and content is used. And then everybody walks away from that saying, whoa, like I had no idea. But our ideal client really is, our ideal member is somebody who has a passion, who wants to write. If you don't like to write, it would be really hard for us to help you. (laughs) Fair enough. Just to add to this, you know, Steve, I think you are the perfect poster man for AWAI. And I have a feeling that people listening to this 
share that same trait that across the board we find in our members from the youngest to the oldest to the, you know, every shape, size, everything. And it is just a desire for control, desire for freedom, desire for flexibility. We call it the writer's life. And every single person that we help, their writer's life is going to look different than the next person. But by having this skill, you really can create a lifestyle that just works for you as far as how much or how little you work, how much or how little you make, who you work with. The other thing that is such a like cherry on the top of this is you do find yourself working for companies that you feel passionate about or that excite you or that so it really is very fulfilling. I mentioned that Paul wrote a letter, can you write a simple letter? That was what launched the company and resonated with a lot of people. But there was another letter he wrote too, which was called Retire This Year. And people thought it literally meant, okay, I'm going to retire this year. But what it really meant was you're going to be loving what you're doing. So you're going to be retiring from the stuff you don't like. You're going to just be more engrossed and alive in the the stuff that you do like. And I do want to just point out too, there were two things that I thought of. The first one was, we certainly teach you the skills. We certainly teach you persuasive principles. We teach you all the writing, none better. But we also then know that the people that come for us, it's not a hobby. It's serious. We take it very seriously. We take the trust people put in us very seriously. And we spend just as much time and effort and resources on teaching people how to leverage this skill into a business, either writing for other people, writing for themselves, for their own businesses. You know, that we've had, you know, a handful of people that I can just think of. I left the corporate world. I want to be a freelancer. Oh, wait, you know what? I don't really like this. I want to go back into the corporate world. But they create versions of that and lifestyles that work for them. So this really is just a golden ticket that can take you so many different places. It, it really is. And I will also say that, you know, put out of your mind the idea of you know, the starving writer, because this is not at all what AWAI is about. Uh, I can tell you from experience, because I, I've been a member for 13 years, joining 2006, and I didn't really do anything really with writing. outside of dust off the, back in those days, it was uh, actually still have it here. Still got my original binder here. Mail order. Uh, nowadays, it's online. It's so much better. It's terrific online. I love it. But I still have the original binder that I got as a correspondence course back in 2006. And you know what? I just kind of brushed it off the dust off once in a while and, and didn't do a whole lot. But when I got serious with it at the beginning of 2007, it was a year and a half later, I was laid off my IT job and I was instantly a full-time writer. And that's because simply by applying the principles that you learn from AWAI, you really can build an actual business that will pay you well, that will replace that corporate income. And it did for me and it will has for many others and it will for you if you decide that's a path you want to pursue. And like I said, even if it's not a path you want to pursue, if you simply want to grow your solopreneur business, whatever it is, you're going to need to have customers. You're going to need to sell something. And whether you write the copy or you just hire somebody who does it, the principles that AWI teaches will help you do that. So I just want to, again, mention that's so important. You really can't place a high enough value on copy in your business if you want to be a successful business owner. That's just the way it is. This has been a terrific conversation. 
let me kind of wrap kind of in a, this way. I'm not going to talk to you ladies all day. Like I love speaking with both of you and I, I love coming down to Florida for boot camp every year. I can't wait to the next one, but I want to kind of talk to you about this aspect of it. And that is where do you see AWI AI moving people in the future? I know we have such a, a tremendous amount of growth in, in what is this? 22 years of business and it keeps growing. And I'm amazed every time I go into catalog of what's available, what's big on the horizon for AWAI to help members or to grow anything that thoughts on what's big coming next? We are helping. So whatever the industry throws at us, whatever opportunities present themselves, we jump in. When I first started with AWI, the accelerated program, which is our flagship, taught them how to write direct mail letters. We've expanded that into so many different project types that have presented themselves. Social media came on. We did all that case studies, white paper, search engine optimization. Coming back, that's a big one. Um, so what anybody is doing is actually building out what we're calling certification programs to really help our members elevate and really understand what it is that they're doing on that project type. So some of the big ones coming, we just closed out case studies. That's a huge opportunity. It used to be something that was business-to-business exclusive, and now everybody realizes. Imagine any product that wouldn't, or service, that wouldn't benefit from having a lot of success stories written, right? People who've used the product or service before and after. So case studies were really big. Search engine optimization was funny because it was super big back in the day, and then it kind of went away and people stopped talking about it, and now it's more important than ever. It's so much more strategic. It used to be that you could just put a bunch of words on your page and you'd be good to go. And nowadays that is not the case. There's so much more strategy behind it, but it's so much more fun. If you're a strategy person, SEO is where you want to be. And even if you're not, but you have a business and you have other people in your space, SEO is where you want to be. So that's a big one coming. Another big opportunity is for just auditing experiences in general. So site audits is something that we're really passionate about going to a website and saying, how is it working? Are you liking the results? Are you not? Do you not even know what the results are? And being able to understand why content may or may not be working on a website. That's called for us. It's called site audits. That's a big area for us. And then I think the biggest one that's coming that we are, we've already identified who the players are and are coming forward with this, with a certification on it is UX copywriting, user experience, being able to write copy that intentionally helps guide a user in this crazy world of stuff and noise and copy and content and gets them to where they want to be and has a positive experience with a brand or on a website. So UX copywriting is a big one that's coming. That's tremendous. I love how you're pursuing certifications because that also shows your clients. If this is your business, look, I really know what I'm talking about because the world leader in this training says that I know exactly what I'm doing. And I think that's also a great credibility booster which is also very important. It's why people join trade associations and such. And that's the kind of service that you're now beginning to provide. And I I love that you're going that direction. I I think it's a tremendous help to many copywriters to showcase, this is what I can do. And yes, you know, it's been independently verified that I know what I'm talking about when I say I can do this. So this is terrific. I love it. I know that you mentioned there's going to be a report. I'm going to get that link uh, from you ladies and put it on the show notes. Where should people who want to learn more about AWAI and the opportunities that are available um, if they're listening right now, driving down the road, whatever, something they can say, hey, I'm going to jump on this as soon as I get a moment. Where would they go? They should go to awai.com. And once you land on that page, there's lots of different avenues you can go. But what I would like you to do first is to check out our case studies 
so awai.com slash case hyphen studies and just meet some of the people who have found AWAI and are now living their versions of the writer's life. It's exciting, it's motivational, and it just inspires you and shows you what's possible. Then once a month, Rebecca, myself, Pam Foster, a few other people from our organizations and some special guests like you most recently, we do something called Inside AWAI. And we have an amazing archive there. Uh, We've been doing this for three or four years now, every month. So that link is awai.com slash inside dash awai. And you will find deep dives into so many questions that new writers coming to us have, more experienced writers have once they get into it. We, We break the topics down by we have, you know, if you're just getting started, you'll find, you know, five or 10 or however many webinars just on different strategies for getting started. You know, one is, you know, how to make a thousand dollars in a weekend as a writer. What's a good roadmap for me to follow? How do I find my first clients? Then there are business building. There are some strategies for specific skills to hone in on. And there's getting clients. We have so much information available and input from so many people who are doing it and living it. So if you check out the case studies, you check out a few Inside AWAIs, that will give you a really good feel of who we are and what we're all about and how we can help you achieve this life. And then in addition to that, we have that, article resource of over, I don't know how many articles they're in, but if there's any topic that you're interested in, like the power of one, which I mentioned, or put in Steve's name and you'll see different articles and things about him or, you know, any topic that has anything to do with copywriting, just put it in the search bar and you'll have plenty of great reading right there at your fingertips. Right. And, and those Inside AWAI, those webinars are free. You don't have to be a member. You just, just oh, jump on there. that I mentioned, there's no fee for it. Yeah, yeah, so definitely take advantage of those great resources. Katie, Rebecca, this has been truly my pleasure to have you both on today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Steve. It was Thank fun. You. Thank you for listening to the Solopreneur Success Podcast. We hope you discovered valuable advice on how to start and grow your own successful solopreneur business. If you liked the podcast, you'll love the all-new Solopreneur Success Connections community at solopreneurcoach.com. Here you'll get exclusive access to our private, members-only community of business builders, free business building resources, and live online monthly training designed to accelerate your business success. Join us now at solopreneurcoach.com. Hey, solopreneur Steve Combs here again. In this episode, you were promised many free writing resources by Katie, Rebecca, and myself, and you can find links to all of them on the show notes page at solopreneurcoach.com forward slash 020. I also want to mention that I'll be joining AWAI live on their Facebook page next Friday, May 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. That's a free event. You're welcome to join us for free. Just follow the link to AWAI's Facebook page found in the show notes if you'd like to join us for free. And again, the show notes page is solopreneurcoach.com forward slash 020. 
And if you're a little more curious about me, you'll find a lot of those resources that we talked about in this episode linked to also in the show notes, like the case study AWAI did on me. You'll find the sales letter I wrote for AWAI's accelerated program, helping you get started with copywriting. There's a link to that in the show notes and a bunch of other resources. So again, you'll find that all at solopreneurcoach.com forward slash zero two zero. All right. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Friday.